0: So, we also actually listened to one of the Dogman Encounters episodes, and it was episode 13, and it was called the Michigan Dogman Encounter.
1: hmm With uh, Caleb Efting. Yes. He's our witness. One of the things I just wanted to note, or mention, is the music for Dogman Encounters, because I haven't listened to this in a long time, because Vic stopped doing podcast episodes. He just says them on YouTube. And YouTube has this thing where if you don't have it open on your phone, it won't keep playing.
0: Yeah, it's super annoying.
1: Yeah. So I haven't been listening to any recently, but once that music started playing, I was like, oh yeah. This it's is good this. music. Yeah, yeah. It's super creepy.
0: Yep.
1: But anyway, so we get Caleb's story, I guess.
0: Yeah, his, his encounters with a dog Thank man. You. Yeah.
1: And he's he's had a couple.
0: Yeah. And so, yeah, he's being interviewed by Vic Cundiff from
1: Mm
0: -hmm. our just now discussion. Yeah. (laughs) And he's he's a comedian.
1: Okay. It was really hard to understand. The
0: audio is very patchy.
1: Yeah. I I think it was just some sort of phone interview. Well,
2: I'm a modern comedian and a crypt. And basically, I try to locate other cryptids that possibly can in Michigan.
1: But yeah. it, was hard, it was kind of hard to understand, Caleb, but I swear he said he was a comedian, or a fledgling comedian, and a cryptid researcher, and I could be completely off. I did put the captions on the YouTube video, but of course it's not. It's, it's hit or miss. Yeah, it is. It's, <laughs> it's like, very okay. hit or
0: miss. It's like the Wild West of yeah. captions. You don't know what you're you going to get.
1: You don't know what you're going to get. Uh, um, but anyway, so that kind of gave me, if he's a comedian, I'm kind of like, mm, Kind of makes me question his story or his credibility. Is he just doing this for fun or is he just saying like, hey, check me out because I'm also trying to do this on the side. I don't he
0: know. didn't seem very funny, though.
1: No, he wasn't funny at all. <laughs> so, uh... Unlike us, because we're hilarious. <laughs> <Yeah>. um... <laughs> the funniest.
0: Most fun. Most funnest.
1: <laughs> so and he, he says he's from Michigan, Muskegon, Michigan. He's familiar with the woods and the sounds of animals that you would hear normally in the woods. I don't know if he's an avid outdoorsman, but, you know, like a lot of us from the upper Midwest, we spend a lot of time camping and hunting and whatnot up there.
0: Yeah, so that we get into it. Vic starts out by asking him how these dogman encounters have affected him. They've had long-term effects on him, you know kind of given him some PTSD, what's been going on.
1: Yeah. And Caleb says he's kind of afraid to go in the woods now. Vic says he doesn't blame him. Then he kind of... Caleb talks about how these things aren't cuddly dogs. They're not something you want to go looking for. Something you just want to leave alone. And they are predators, so...
0: Like, don't interact with it.
1: Yeah. Don't go... He, he recommends don't go searching for these things because yeah. they will hurt you. Um, Vic believes, though, that they do eat berries. Yeah. And other things.
0: So it's like they will do what they can to survive, but yeah. they're still dangerous yeah. and uh, they will attack. Yeah. Or I, Maybe. I guess attack. I mean, they didn't attack Caleb, but they have their bodies are designed to kill. From all the descriptions we hear about them. So we get into Caleb's first encounter, which was in July of 2000, when he was only seven years old.
1: Yep. He was... (laughs) I just thought it was seven-year-old, just wandering these trails in the woods. Yeah, at seven, I wasn't
0: allowed to go outside of our cul-de-sac that we lived on. Like, no. No. I wasn't allowed to do much.
1: But it sounded like it was his family's land and his dad had made these trails through their woods, I guess. And yeah. And he's just wandering through, but it becomes disturbingly quiet.
0: Right. Which is creepy, I guess. Yeah. you Because I guess when you are in the woods, there are, there's mm-hmm. ambient noise. Yeah. And you don't really think anything of it, but I guess when it gets to be dead silence, you're kind of... Yeah. That would be very eerie, I yeah. would imagine.
1: And Vic said this is common for these type of encounters. Like people, a lot of times people report the woods just becoming completely silent. Which probably happens with any predator nearby, I would assume.
0: Yeah. I could be wrong. I don't but. know. I, I haven't, I mean, not that I've spent a lot of time in woods, but I haven't, thankfully, I guess, had that yeah. happen to me. Because <laughs> I probably like, okay, what's going on? Let yeah. me get out my okay. air horn.
1: <laughs> so Caleb says... He notices that creatures seem to be hiding, um, and after 20 minutes or so of just walking through the woods in complete silence, as you do as a seven-year-old.
2: At the age of seven.
1: Wow. Um, He hears some rustling that he thought might be a person, but then he sees the head of a dog, and he sees this creature trying to reach something in a tree, like reaching into a an opening a in, a or or a yeah. in a tree or a hollow, yeah. Yeah, and he thought maybe it was a bear, but by the way it looked, he was sure it was not a bear.
0: Well, and when he talked about the rustling and it being a person, I'm sorry, seven year old wandering in the woods by yourself, <laughs> uh, I would be terrified of anything <laughs> rustling. Like, and it—it's a person. That's scary. Like,
1: is it a bear? That's scary.
0: Is it a serial killer? A child abductor? Seven, I just, yeah, seven year yeah. old. I don't, I don't, I guess I, did he say how old he was when, during this interview? Because I'm trying to think back to when I was seven and I could look at some pictures and remember some things, but I don't really remember everything that happened. And this is a, I, again, I didn't have a, a dog man encounter. So maybe if something as traumatic as this had happened, I would remember it, but.
1: Yeah, I don't know what year this interview actually took place. We could probably figure out if we knew that information, but we don't. Yeah. He didn't sound old.
0: No, I would say he was probably in his early yeah, 20s. 20s. Something
1: like that. Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: So he said he was about 50 meters away. And then I kind of questioned. He uses meters a lot. And I'm like, what kind of American uses meters? Um,
0: way? A track runner. Maybe. I mean, that's... Or a pool swimmer.
1: So sporty. Just a swimmer. I
0: guess. (laughs) (laughs) A pool swimmer.
1: Sky swimmer. Yeah. You know, those swimmers. (laughs) Um, Anyway. 50 meters away. I should have looked it up. I don't really know how many feet or yards or whatever that is. But he tried to get a better look because as a seven-year-old, Caleb was like... I need to get a better look at this bear dog man thing.
0: Man, bear, pig.
1: Man, bear. South Park. And then he said, "It didn't. Well, it didn't seem to notice him." And then I guess he Caleb decides to just move on with his walk, and he hears this horrible groaning howl sound.
2: This before I got out of the woods, I heard like a kind of like a growl. And made some uh, something similar to that of a howl, but more like a gro- more, more like a groaning howl. It's kind of strange. And it makes me nervous to talk about it even
1: now. Do you know what do you know what that might sound like, Charles?
0: No, but I hope I can find a sound clip to play right now. <laughs> no.
1: I was like, do we try to make noises right now?
0: I lost my voice over Fourth of July, and it just isn't the same. Can you be like test? wine out whatever her name is. She's like, nothing compares to the bark
2: of the German shepherd. Oh, Shutter.
1: that's right. Ow! Ow! Ow. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what a groaning howl sounds like. It sounds terrifying.
0: Yeah, that's an interesting you don't, I've never heard of a groaning howl.
1: No.
0: Piercing howl.
1: Piercing howl. Loud howl. Um, yeah. Dog howl.
0: But it sounded very close to him.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So if you guys know what a groaning howl sounds like, <laughs> please write to us, send us a sound clip,
1: please. A
0: YouTube clip, whatever, yeah. or just you yeah. making a beautiful, beautiful noise. So Caleb gets back to his house, and his parents say he looks like
1: he he's... just looks off. Yeah, and he doesn't think that they'd be receptive to his story. So he just kind of like, meh. And he doesn't really share his experience with them.
0: As a seven-year-old, though. But I feel like as a seven-year-old, you are...
1: You're just a blabbermouth. Yeah. You're continuously talking at the age of seven. Mm -hmm. You want to share all of your things. You think you're the coolest shit on the planet.
0: You still think that maybe at age 30.
1: Yeah. Well, definitely. (laughs) I mean, you only get cooler if you're me or Charles. (laughs) Um, But... Yeah. (laughs) In your head. (laughs) I, I honestly, I just saw one of our clients shared a video of his son walking his dog. And this dog is massive. So he just thought it was comical that a six year old was walking this massive pit bull looking dog. But the whole time, the video, big dog, six year old child, just talking, 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 like, and then, -hmm. and they just don't shut up. No. They have to share every aspect of their life.
2: Yeah.
1: Anyway, so Caleb Caleb doesn't, apparently. Maybe maybe he just knew better. Me knew his parents. We don't know the
0: family dynamics, no. you we know.
1: Don't. Um, and then Caleb kinda talks about like when he was a child, he didn't really he didn't know about dogman, he didn't research that stuff, he wasn't it wasn't like an interest to him as a child, didn't read books about it, didn't watch mm. movies on it. And then we get into Caleb's second encounter, which was in 2008, while he was deer hunting with his dad.
0: In separate blinds.
1: In separate blinds. So that means you're in your own little shanty, waiting for your prey to walk by.
0: Prey. It's mm. so creepy.
1: Deer. <laughs> I could go for some venison and jerky right about now, though. Mm. It's good.
0: Mm. Charles is not... I Impressed. think I've had it and I was not a fan. Oh, okay. But I know people who like it. Our neighbors used to give it to us and that's when I tried it and I oh. was just like. Not for
1: me. Not for me. No. Yeah. And I
0: don't like jerky that much oh. usually anyway unless I'm on a road trip. Then it's flaming hot Cheetos, jerky, <laughs> monster energy drinks, and cigarettes. <laughs>
1: so healthy. <laughs>
0: just my body goes to shit.
1: <laughs> Whenever you're in a car. Yeah. Charles, we're just going to Target. <laughs> I need my pack of six.
0: <laughs> so true.
1: So he has this tradition of eating some chocolate at 5 a.m. when he's hunting.
2: I would. Uh, I was about to unwrap my chocolate bar, and then I noticed something incredibly similar. It was quiet. Dead
1: quiet. He can even hear his dad snoring because dad just falls asleep, apparently. Can't say I blame him.
0: And it's 5 a.m. 5 a.m. Yeah. Yeah. And so you're eating chocolate at 5 a.m.
1: That's that's his thing.
0: It's like Augustus Gloop. (laughs) I love this chocolate.
1: It's going to cost him a fortune in fudge. (laughs) Just watched that the other day. (laughs) Brian loves that movie. So he's eating his chocolate. The woods go quiet. He starts hearing the thudding of footsteps, and he remembers back to when he was seven and is like, oh shit, this is either going to be a person or it's going to be this dog creature.
2: I saw the exact same thing back when I was seven, except this one, the first one I believe was male, I believe, because this one didn't have the same thing, didn't have the same gen- gender it looks like. No outdoor plumbing. Right.
1: Again, the sound quality is horrible, and the captions are horrible. But I swear he says it doesn't have a dick.
0: That sounds right.
1: <laughs> anyway, because the last one he knew was female or male.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, because um, Vic said something. It didn't have outdoor plumbing. Right. Yeah. Right. Yep. Yeah. So yeah. So the sound quality when we're hearing from Caleb is kind of poor like it's yeah. just splotchy I don't know how you what, yeah, how you describe it
1: a, it's just a bad phone connection yeah. it sounds like So he believes that the dog man knows he's there in his blind but the dog man doesn't want to look at him and he's kind of just sniffing around checking him out Eventually the dog man does look straight at him snarls Caleb kind of you know grabs his gun he's not sure what he's going to do I guess they stare at each other for a full five minutes, which...
0: That's oh, way too long. Way too long. I mean, not. I mean, five seconds, if you are staring at somebody of the same gender, that means that they want to maybe make out with you.
1: What does five minutes mean? Maybe I maybe... can't
0: even imagine standing still for that long. I
1: want to kill you.
0: And wear your skin.
1: And we, yeah, exactly. So... However, the dog man just takes off running. On two on legs. On two legs.
0: Interesting. Yeah. Like uh. Human, Human. Dog man, would. slash dog man, crazy, right? Crazy. So the first dogman's size.
1: Oh, that's what that is. I'm like, well, Yeah. We have a first and second.
0: So yeah. So he break. He breaks it down. So the first dog man he saw was about a five foot, and it was a male, but he thinks it was a juvenile. Like, so like a, a
1: little smaller
0: teen teeny bopper little dog man, because usually the males get up to seven feet tall. Apparently. Uh, but we don't know what type of dog man it was. We
1: don't. Yeah, he doesn't really go into where the eyes were placed or the muscular build, really. Yeah. Um, His second one was about six foot four. Is pretty specific <laughs> uh, about the height. Mm-hmm. Believes it was female. And he kind of felt like this was a pack leader kind of scoping out the area for others. Because he felt like he was being watched from other things besides just her. I, so maybe the
0: dogmen are like Prides of Lions where the females go out and do the hunting. Yep.
1: Could very well be. Vic says he believes that they seem to act like wolves in general with the pack mentality. You're right. I don't really know how wolves, packs...
0: I don't. I feel like I learned the most about it. Have you been, ever been to Cedar Cove down in Lewisburg? No. It's a big cat sanctuary.
1: <gasps> I've heard of this. So we've yes.
0: gone... Probably six times. And if you go on Saturdays at two, they do feedings of the tigers. Mm. And so you can walk through. But what's really nice is you walk through and there's like a guide at like every animal spot. And these are all animals that have been rescued from either medical testing or someone adopted them illegally and quickly realized they didn't have the facilities to take care of a lion. Um, but they, these people will tell you about the animals that live there. And so when Nate's sister was in town, we went and she loves wolves. And so they do have a couple of wolves, wolves, and there was a brother and a sister and they Mm. were fighting for dominance of the pack to see who would be the pack leader, I believe. And I didn't, I guess for some reason, I didn't know that female wolves could lead the pack or.
1: That makes sense. I mean, I work with animals and. It's individual basis, like male or female, there's a dominant one and there's a submissive one, so... Yeah. That makes sense. So... But I don't know, like lion prides seem to be primarily female with one male. Right. I don't know if wolves are kind of structured like that or if there's multiples of each with just one sort of pack leader of being male or female. I don't know.
0: I think that's, yeah, I think that's how it works is they're...
1: They're just all
0: populated, but then there's one leader. There's just one yeah. leader.
1: Yeah. makes sense
0: but you should definitely check out cedar cove if you're in the kansas city area we
1: have to do that we had other friends tell us too and we just
0: i want to say it's only like six dollars to get in but it like i said you get such an interactive enriching experience and so they have lions and tigers jaguar and wolves and then they have a caracal and uh it's just it's really neat Mm. and you can definitely tell that they care about providing the animals with the best um, enclosed space that they can have right. and taking care of them.
1: Brian and I were just at the zoo and we happened to be at the tiger place, tiger cage habitat, where it was uh, talked to a zoo zoologist. <laughs> zoologist. person, yeah. zoo guide.
0: Zoo guide. Uh,
1: and we were the only ones there. So we had a long conversation with her and it was really interesting. She, I mean, even though... The tigers there were bred in captivity. She's like, we do not go in there. They're mm-hmm. still so wild animals, and like, they've taught them to do, you know, blood draws and stuff, and they still have to sedate them for a lot of things, Health and care. they yeah. and for vaccines they just dart them and stuff. <laughs> I so it's do- not even though these, you know, like you you always see videos and. Even YouTube, you know, videos and stuff about like, oh, I raised this lion or this tiger. Like, they're still, they're not tame. They're not... You don't know when they can yeah, turn. Exactly.
0: Which is what I would try to tell Princess Jasmine.
1: Damn. But I always wanted
0: a pet tiger after seeing Aladdin. I know, right? And her awesome outfit. <laughs> her the MC. tiger
1: had nothing to do with the outfit. Charles. Okay,
0: she had an awesome <laughs> outfit with those MC Hammer pants and Raja.
1: She was the only person that should ever wear MC Hammer pants.
0: Well, didn't stop me from wearing them.
1: You have them?
0: No, hammer? not currently. I did.
1: Really? They were
0: purple acid wash harem pants. Oh my god. I'll try to find a picture.
1: Please. We need to see this.
0: I had a whole outfit around those <laughs> pants.
1: Did you do the hammer dance? No. No?
0: Okay. It's too uncoordinated. Yeah. So back to Dog Man. <laughs> that was a nice detour, wasn't it?
1: What were we talking about? Oh, Dog Man.
0: Dog Man. Okay,
1: so then Vic kind of asked the question, like, because Caleb had a gun, he's like, do you think that they should be killed or not killed? Caleb's like, I'm not against it, but just don't do it for sport. But if you're in a dangerous predicament or you know it will prove to the world that this thing exists, go ahead and shoot them. Okay, huh. Vic then kind of asks again, like we heard in the last interview, is there a spiritual element to Dogman? Caleb thinks it's a little bit of both. I just have rambles about Germany yeah. and World War One and Utah and shapeshifting, and there's a lot I can't understand.
2: Yeah, no one else was there to say it. There were not many people to say it. We believe you're lying. That's our idea. Uh,
1: yeah, the
0: shapeshifting thing triggered my memory, do you think of the X-Files season one episode called shapes where they go out to the ranch and the rancher's son has been turned into a werewolf and it's like killing stuff. And just like the fact that the, and but that was based upon native American folklore yeah, yeah, yeah. heavily in the episode. Mm-hmm. And so back to um the seven types of dogmen that the native Americans believed in is kind of like what made me think of that. And yeah. because that to me is more supernatural, like, This creature takes over this man's body. And because, you know, it's like, so there's these dogmen, but are they dogmen all the time? Right. You know, are they dogmen 15 days out of the month and Mm -hmm. then they're human and they don't know what happened? We don't know. Like, I guess I I can, we should listen. I should listen to more episodes, but. It
1: almost makes sense uh, why you wouldn't find Remains. Mm-hmm. because they are men some of the time
0: yeah interesting right
1: but i don't know yeah i mean sasquatch is the same way right like we're not finding remains why
0: because they jump into the ocean like lemmings maybe or they get beamed up maybe with Dan. karen karen's gonna have to tell us about that <laughs>
1: Um, Vic asks the obvious question, do you take protection with you into the woods?
0: <laughs> do you have protection, kid?
1: Always use protection. Yeah. it's the number one rule. Caleb wants a bigger gun to go out yeah. into the woods.
0: <laughs> always wants to be bigger. <laughs> Never satisfied.
1: Bigger isn't always better. It's how you use it. And Vic says, who did you share your story with first, Caleb? Oh, I, shoot, I meant to look this up. Caleb mentions that he didn't share his story until he got into his adult foster care home. Do you know what that is?
0: <laughs> I mean, I don't. The only thing I can think of is that... But an adult foster care...
1: I know, and I, I'm pretty sure I heard that correctly.
0: So he kept it a secret for years. I mean, mm-hmm. I probably... Well, no, I would have told everybody... <laughs> I would have put it on my Instagram, Snapchatted it, <laughs> blogged about it, my Facebook.
1: Yep. Yeah. And Vic asks him, how do you feel in the woods now? And obviously we know Caleb wants a bigger gun. And he just says he feels out of its element, where before he felt comfortable, but now he knows that there's these other things in the woods, and he kind of feels like it's not as homey as it used to feel, which makes sense. Yeah. And then... Caleb's closing comment was,
2: If you go in the woods, don't go alone. Ever. Always bring someone and something to protect yourself with in case one of you gets hurt. And uh, you might want to bring a first aid kit, too, just in case. You never know.
0: Which is pretty ominous, but I also feel like it's a pretty good life tip. Even if you don't believe in Dogman. No,
1: there's murderers. Right. There are Holes, quicksand.
0: Now I'm even more terrified of the woods, uh, but I was just thinking there's poisonous animals mm-hmm. and
1: spiders.
0: Sp- yeah, spiders, snakes. Well, and I feel like it's very easy to get lost. Yes. Which I have a great sense of direction, but being lost terrifies me.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I remember this one time we were camping as children. We were with my cousins i think we wanted to we were on a trail we wanted to check something out near the edge of i think there was a lake so we wanted to just go down maybe see if we could swim there we couldn't so we trekked back up the hill towards the trail could not find this trail for the life of us and mm. it should have just been right up the hill right like we went down to the lake you go back up and you're in the woods but like I think it's really easy for you to get turned around or you think you're going in a straight direction, but you're really, you know, your right leg is slightly longer than your left leg and you're actually moving in a circle and you don't realize it. Like, things happen and you get turned around really <laughs> easy. I've been
0: going in circles this entire damn time. <laughs> damn left leg. I'm pretty sure my left it leg happens. is longer than my right leg.
1: It happens. Um, so, yeah, it's it's really easy to just become totally discombobulated in the woods
0: yeah you know the last time we were in north carolina we went hiking and it was raining the entire time and i kept thinking what if this trail is like washed away because Mm. most of the trail had huge puddles in it and so you're trying to like slog through the mud you're going around the mud part and then you're like maybe this is part of the trail yeah yeah I mean,
1: or a tree has fallen down and you try to go around that or like,
0: it's like, unless you are constantly in that, if you've grown up in that, it feels very, it felt very alien to me to be in that environment, you know, just, and I could see being creeped out. Of course, knowing the stuff that I know and watching the stuff that I watch, I was like looking into the trees to see if I could see something watching us. Because I was like, I've got my my phone camera out, my web camera Mm
1: -hmm. ready to go. I think that's another thing Vic asked him, like, what what would you have done differently knowing what you know now, now that you know about Dogman or you've looked into the subject? And Caleb says, like, I would have taken a picture. Yeah. But he just didn't think of it at the time.
0: Well, and I guess, you know, if you see something that you don't know what it is, but even if I saw a bear, I would be hesitant to make any kind of quick motion. Right, right. When we were on a trail ride in Yellowstone, it was like a cowboy trail ride. You ride your horse for an hour and a half to this campsite. They cook for you, do cowboy songs, and you ride back. There was a moose, and they are like, don't use flash photography, don't like do anything to mm-hmm. anger the moose. And I was like, oh shit, I won't. Yeah. Yeah. So I, uh, I don't know. But I feel like now you could probably get a picture without flashing... Yeah, anything. as yeah. long as it's bright. and this
1: was 2008, so that's still fairly yeah new with smartphones. I mean, they're around, but like yeah, it's not like what we have today.
0: Yeah, my phone and I. Don't, I think I still had a flip phone yeah, in 2008 because I, I, I destroyed my nice phone on a flip trip.
1: Oh, bummer.
0: Yeah, if there has been a time when you have been terrified and you wish you could have taken a picture. Tell us, we'd love to hear about that too, because that's what brings us together—the things that terrify we us. We
1: hear your stories.
0: Yeah, share share anything with us, and if you do have a picture of something, yeah. we'd love to see it. Yeah, in a in in a non-judgmental zone. I mean, we probably I probably sound judgmental, but I'm I'm not.
1: Mm-hmm. I want to believe. We want to believe, but mm-hmm. we're so skeptical.
0: So. I guess closing thoughts, comments, anything. Well obviously
1: you have? I believe in Dogman. Yeah. I'm just gonna say it. I don't care what you people think. I want to believe.
0: Well, I'm going to listen to the Dogman Encounters on my flight out to Utah and when we go camping, I will keep an eye out for Dogman or you're any hear other thing.
1: Some footsteps and you're gonna be like, Oh shit. She got my crossbow. I'm gonna share the camping one with you there's a camping one. Okay, good. There's probably multiple ones, but...
0: Good, because, I mean...
1: I'll share it on our Facebook page. I
0: know how to transform my bottle of vodka into Molotov cocktail like that, so... Dogman, better watch out. He'll be crisp, man. (laughs) When I'm done with him. (laughs) But, yeah, I I was... These were fun to listen to. I had no prior experience with Dogman, so...
1: But you're not sold on it.
0: I'm not sold on it. (laughs) No, but... This was my first day. It's like dipping my toe into the pool. You know, I'm ready to jump in, and I feel like next week it will be the perfect opportunity. Going out to the Utah wilderness, where I'm sure there is some regional um, legends and some sort of stories. Yeah, I believe that's just repressed homosexuality, (laughs) but uh, (laughs) we we shall see. So scary. Um, that's going to be, I'm going to have to remind myself daily when I go out, when we go out, ask, ask everybody, do you have any local stories of yeah. creepy stuff happening? You know, abductions, monsters, animals, creatures, UFOs. Maybe we can do like a <laughs> podcast where we travel to Utah. Yes. And do like an on-site thing. So Celesta, where can everybody find us?
1: You can find us on Facebook, obviously. Instagram. We're very active on Instagram. I don't think we're going to do a Twitter.
0: Uh, what are we going to tweet about all the time? Nothing. Nothing. Like, I feel like with Instagram and Facebook, yeah. we're, we're pretty good.
1: We have pictures. We are um, currently trying to set up our alien friend, Karen.
0: Yes. She is here looking for a true love like
1: yeah.
0: everybody else in the world. Um.
1: Um, if you <laughs> think you might be a good fit. Check us out on Instagram. That's where we are. Verbal. uh, Or verbal. Sorry. That's my other podcast. I'm sorry. Yeah. Celeste's other
0: podcast. Verbal Verbal Distillery. Check it out also.
1: Mysterious dash.
0: Underscore. Underscore. AF. AF
1: Underscore. podcast. Podcast. On Instagram. Yeah. We've got pictures of Karen. We've got pictures of weird things.
0: Yeah. And you can find us. Did you say on iTunes?
1: On iTunes. Um.
0: I use, uh
1: Mm podcast.com um i'm gonna be working on getting us on stitcher and all the things there's another
0: podcast app i just found us on and if you have android i use podcast go i've also used podcast player but i found us on podcast go so um hopefully we should be popping up everywhere yeah like a plague
1: <laughs> you will not be able to get rid of us. Yeah,
0: so, anyway, thanks as always for listening. Thank we appreciate you. you guys being with oh. us and listening to us.
1: And just along with that, like rate, subscribe, review helps people find us.
0: Yeah. Yes. Please rate us really nicely and highly. <laughs> uh Email like us. You would naturally. Yeah. Send highly. us a message if you have suggestions. You know, if you want to be a guest on the podcast, Hell yeah, we love having guests. And, you know, if you want to be a guest, also say what your favorite mysterious thing is and that or, you want to talk about. Because I thought
1: you were going to say what your favorite wine is. Because what your favorite, that. what's your favorite
0: wine? <laughs> um, yeah. What's your favorite wine? And also what is your favorite mysterious thing? Because obviously what your favorite is, you're going to want to talk about. And
2: exactly.
0: we are open to talking about pretty much anything. Um, there's nothing that is too out there for too us. Out there. Yeah, so we'll
1: cover anything weird. Yeah, paranormally.
0: So until next time, stay mysterious.
1: Stay safe.
0: Yeah, watch your back, get your rape whistle out <laughs> and your air horn. <laughs> and we will see you guys later. Bye. Bye.
2: It's pretty funny.